0: Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is uh, Matt Mosley. Aaron, I just, uh, as we start the day, it's the Matt Mosley Show. Welcome in. Aaron's here. We've already been on with uh, Cam and Drake earlier. Uh, The family... uh, reacting to the breaking Baylor news. And um, a uh, source has uh, uh, sources, several reports are out there. Uh, Colt Barber did have it first, I want to say that, but I did uh, confirm it through sources. And then you've had, you know, everybody else uh, out there, Texas football, uh, a lot of different reports. But uh, that uh, Jake Spavitol, Jake Spavitol is the new Baylor Offensive coordinator, you may remember him from the Johnny football days of Texas A&M. He was a Kevin Sumlin guy at Houston. He was a Dana Holgerson guy. He ended up with Holgerson, uh, went out there to West Virginia and was an OC out there. He was a head coach at Texas State. And did not fare well, went 13-35 and over his time at Texas State. But um, very interesting. I mean, this is Air Raid family. This is from the Leach family because he comes from Holgerson and Sumlin. Sumlin was at Houston. Holgerson was the offensive coordinator. And Spavital was a young guy on staff. And he kind of helped teach the offense because he'd been with Holgerson for a long time. So Holgerson kind of kept taking him to the different places where he ended up. And that is how Jake Spavita uh, came to be. Now, he's born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he played a little football, I believe, at Missouri State back in the day. But uh, very fun stuff. Yeah, I, we do have um, Dave Aranda with us today. Dave and I have, will have a great discussion. And we'll, we'll set it up properly. Uh, Aaron, it's funny. Every time I've been tweeting about Spavital. I say on Twitter, Dave Aranda joins us at 5 o'clock today, which is true, which is accurate. We taped the interview, uh, to pull back the curtain a little bit, before. In fact, you'll hear in the interview, it, they were about to make their choice. And I try to get Dave to tell us in the interview who he's going to hire. And I'm sure, Aaron, somebody will hear this interview and go, why well, didn't Mosley ask him about the new offensive coordinator? <laughs> well, he hadn't been named yet. They hadn't even called him yet to tell him he got the job. So that's why. That's why. But, uh, you know, I did dig in with Dave on, on a lot of different things, the defense, the p- calling plays, what that's going to be like for him. Um, you know, at, uh, the uh, NIL, the portal, you know, what he, what his plan was, what he said to Mac Rhodes, Jovan on that Sunday that, uh, culminated in him keeping his job. Uh, I, all the questions were asked. I always know, Aaron, everybody's like, "Were you? You know, Drake was goofing with me earlier. Did you, did you go hard at him? I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I, uh, I certainly ask all the pertinent questions. Um, uh, the only thing I look back, Aaron, and go, I maybe should have been digging around on like it's just it's just the fact he wasn't the offensive coordinator, and I feel like we've kind of known the Grimes thing was going to happen for a long time. So I didn't dig in on exactly like what he thought Grimes did wrong. I mean, I think we kind of all saw it for ourselves. The offense went the wrong direction. By the way, so did the defense. So that's you know it's it's. Still a little bit hard to believe that, from what we can tell, everybody's coming back on the defensive side of the ball. Now, the Pallage got a demotion, but we talked about Pallage, how Pallage took this, and Dave talked about that Matt Pallage is going to be a really good defense coordinator. It turns out he just wasn't – either the personnel wasn't there or he wasn't ready or both. Got some good young DBs, but um, I would imagine Pallage will go back to – he can still have the D.C. title, but he'll be, like, with the safeties, helping the DBs, all of that. That has been his expertise in the past. And Dave will be calling the plays. And you'll want to listen at 5 o'clock today as we play this because, Aaron, he's got a Will Ferrell old school reference. Now, I tweeted about it. Uh, you may have seen this, Aaron, but it uh, you'll I'm like it shocked, this. yeah. You'll like this. Yeah, he loves, and he also will be a uh, Hoosiers reference. One of my favorite movies ever. My favorite all-time sports movie is Hoosiers. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll probably never change. There's never been one that quite rivaled Hoosiers as a sports film, a uh, sports movie. Aaron, what's yours? What's your favorite sports movie? You have one that jumps
2: out. Um, blue chips. I I have about three that I really, really like. But I really don't have a a top one all All the time. Probably Major League,
1: actually. (laughs) It's just so funny. Uh Uh-huh. Well, for that matter, uh, what was the Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon? Uh, Bull Durham. Bull Durham was great, too. Kind of like that. Yeah, that was a good one. And that kind of combined, obviously, baseball with a lot of stuff. Major League was just very funny. But, um, yeah. And so, Aaron, as I'm kind of... Going through everything today, I, and I just happened to see this a minute ago. The uh, the Houston Chronicle has a report up about Gary Patterson. Well, you can imagine who put the here it is. Uh, and and again, Aaron, like like they uh, do, it's always nice. They uh, in the Houston Chronicle they credit the Matt Mosley show, uh, or it really wasn't. I don't know if this was in my <laughs> Matt Mosley show duties, but who knows. Um, Aaron, although they misspelled my name, people do that from time to time. M-O-S-L-E-Y. That's correct. M-O-S-L-E-Y, but they went M-O-S-E-L-Y. Should I demand a correction from the Houston Chronicle? Surely I <laughs> sh- Maybe I should, but um, uh, very um, interesting. Now, what was that about? Well, Patterson was in Africa. I've been in touch with him, and... He has been rumored to be one of the front runners for the Houston job. He basically was letting me know today that he's in Africa on a safari and kind of to the point of, do you really think I'd be in Africa if I was about to get the coaching job at Houston?" You know like I'm not saying he couldn't fly back and and get the job, but I, again, if I think if he was about to and so he has not he had a conversation the a d called him, but he's not um, uh, interviewed. For the position, so I think um, I think it would have been fun. I think Gary could have done a great job. Uh, I think there are a few people out there, Aaron, and I don't I don't know exactly who they are. They may still be on the TCU campus trying to trying to kind of create a. But but Gary's uh, Gary's taking the high road on this. I think Gary is like a lot of like highly successful people can be difficult um to work with and work for and so I I I think people have maybe said that to the people at Houston Aaron do we know like any majorly successful college coaches that are like not tough to work for probably or we I mean I I never understand that like oh you don't want Gary Patterson he's tough to work for well I mean that describes that's uh that describes a lot of people but uh uh, Patterson right now is in Africa doing his thing. It's about midnight there or one in the morning, uh, on a Friday morning, uh, in Tanzania. Now, Aaron, he sent me, in fact, I'm going to forward this to you, Aaron, so you can see this, some pictures of the lions that he encountered out there on this safari. I mean, I've seen lions at that Disney kind of thing, but... I mean, I, I'm just kind of, I mean, this is, when you see them out there in their natural habitat, it, it just kind of, uh, it's just kind of crazy. And, of course, Aaron, I'm doing this on an Android, so it'll look awful. Uh, he was trying to send these to me. So, anyway, Aaron, I ended up breaking a little bit of Houston news, basically saying that it's probably not going to be Gary, uh, while also... Getting some pictures from Gary of his safari he's on, Aaron. I just sent that to you. Take a peek at that video that I sent to you. Wow, isn't that amazing? I mean, to think how close he is to a lion, and then I got I got one that has all the lion cubs here. A video of all the lions. Whoa, just kind of sitting out there. Uh, a little in too the, close uh, for me. The Serengeti. Yeah, yeah. So. Aaron, what do you think if I posted on Twitter some of Gary's videos? <laughs> I think he has been. He kind of jumped on me for not knowing where he was, Aaron. He said, I've been posting on my Twitter these uh, that I'm in Africa. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry that I didn't didn't quite know that. Um, so, anyway. Oh, oh. Wow. See, Aaron, this one, this was a day ago. I, well, I sent you the raw footage. I'm gonna send you the one he tweeted out. This is this is pretty awe inspiring. I just sent you the tweet that uh, that Gary's put out. So anyway, just I just kind of somehow got caught up. So while I'm on the phone with Patterson uh in uh while he's in Africa, Baylor, of course, hires an offensive coordinator. Well news breaks. And our man Colt uh he's He's on these things. He digs in hard, and uh, and and so he had this news, and then we've confirmed it. And I have confirmed it through sources that it is. Uh, uh, and uh, Colt Barber, I always want to call him Colt Nosed, but that's a golf announcer that we have on sometimes. But Colt's a good Baylor Bear from Tyler, and does a nice job. And uh, had the uh, had the report. I. I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to hear from our people. Uh, You can call us. You can text us. The CNC Collision Center text line is open. And then 5 o'clock, you can make an appointment to hear Dave Aranda talk about the state of the program and and all those things. And, uh, Aaron, you were in there. Lark was helping. Aaron uh, was able to rush over after uh, dealing with some dental stuff today but Darren uh Aaron got it taken care of and that thing went for a while like and I really am appreciative I mean I I I complain when I don't get somebody so when I do get them I want to praise uh because that was a long and really interesting interview and we hit on a lot of different topics we tried to cover everything. Now, Aaron, will somebody text in and go, Mosley, why didn't you ask about this? Yes, they will. But, I mean, we talked for, like, well, how long is this, Aaron? 33 minutes, 35 minutes, something like that? Yeah, about
3: 32,
1: 33. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, and Aaron, as I joked about with, with Cam and Drake earlier, in true form, at about the 20-minute mark, like he says, well, when I hang up with you, I've got to call – I've got to call the new offensive coordinator. <laughs> and I, I started to end it because I'm like, well, I feel like I ought to get off the phone so he can make the call. But then, Aaron, I thought, well, I haven't talked to Dave in a while. So I think I kept going for another 12, 15 minutes after that. But he's just – he's extremely gracious. Um, he He's – I don't know. I, I kind of – I will say, again, I, did, I have not tried to hide the ball. He knows that I tweeted and that I have said on the air that I thought they should move on. I mean, I, okay, I didn't go on there today and say, Coach, I was leading the charge to try to get you back. But, again, as I've said, that doesn't mean I'm not, like, rooting for him like crazy. I hope I was absolutely wrong and that I eat my words and that they're back in the Big 12 title game this year or the next year. Now, Aaron, we did think, I, I keep coming back to this and thinking about how we thought in the new look Big 12 that like Baylor and Oklahoma State. Now, this was before we knew Utah and Colorado and all those schools were coming in, Arizona schools. But we kind of thought Baylor might be, might run the place, might have a shot. Now, could that happen someday? Yeah. Or, or does it feel a long way away? Yes, it does. Aaron, I guess the good news, bad news—I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Oklahoma State looked like they were falling off the face of the earth this year, and it was like Fire Gundy—he's awful, doesn't like the portal, hates NIL. I don't know—I don't know what happened. I mean, I—I—I I, I, I can't. I, before I'm going to watch the Big 12 uh, championship game, of course, but I'm also going to dig into some of this Oklahoma State stuff. I watch a little bit of them, but I, I cannot understand. How you could be that awful in in those three losses and then win nine games? It, it it's either culture, it's Gundy's just a great coach. He's got great assistants. I don't know. They took what looked like a really um, like a messy looking roster. They had a bunch of people leave. They tried to bring some people in. He doesn't love the portal, but and I've had people tell me that another tranche or that. Uh, T Boone Pickens' money came in. God, I love that word, tranche. It comes up mostly when you're talking about votes, uh, like in an election or something. Uh, still, the vote, but um, I, the tranche, the the enormous money came in from T Boone. Did that help, um, Aaron? How much did Drake and them talk about? that? Well, let's not even get into that. I what I'm I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to they they were they were on Twitter. And I'm sure on the air today they were digging in on this on this NIL. Here's the deal. I go hard at Dave on what's it going to be? What the number? Is this thing going to double? What are you asking for? Like all that comes up. All right. There's a major NIL conversation that takes place. Now, I, I think Drake and Cam were noticing that some numbers on the websites or something either need to be updated or a little bit misleading. And I think some of that has been dealt with. I saw something along those lines. So a few months ago, uh, in fact, I, I think I talked to Drake about it. And I, and, and the thought was why, if they're doing so well in NIL, are they not making a bigger deal out of this? Like these numbers look pretty good. well, I don't know. I think the I think they need to kind of there. I think the numbers are about to grow in a big way. What I don't know and what we need to find out is where's Oklahoma State right now nil. Where's TCU? Where does Baylor rank in that? How will Baylor look with OU and Texas gone in terms of nil? I think overall the sports pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, like the the total amount, although. I don't, I mean, like, Baylor's got some making up to do in baseball, softball. I mean, this is way too good of a softball program not to have some NIL money come rolling in. But again, I mean, if the big money people want to put their money in the football program, what are you going to tell them? No, um, Mr. Fudge, thank you for that $15 million, but this next $2 million, we're we're going to put over softball. We we've already got enough right now coming in football. No, these people tend to like to put their money where they want to put it. All right. Now let me look, Aaron, because I had some calls out. Uh. Okay. We got a we got an interesting. All right. I was trying to I was trying to see because I'd reached out to a Spavital whisperer, but I'm uh. I'm trying to get some information on on, uh, on Spavitol. Um, I'll tell you what. Next, we're going to take, we'll let you weigh in. You can call. You can text. That CNC Collision Center text line is a nice option. I love your calls, though, as well. But um, we, do, we do read a lot of these things. We read them on air. What do you do? Are you happy with Spavitol? Are you happy to have the air raid? Or will we call it the bear raid? uh it'll be it's going to be here the old leech holgerson i know holgerson just got fired at houston but the air raid i mean this is what this guy comes from he was with johnny football he was with johnny football back in the day let's let's give him a shot but what do you think about this hire uh are you excited about it he's a big portal guy huge portal guy uh jakes is now the Baylor OC. We continue to react to that. And, oh, by the way, J- uh, John Jakus, big-time Baylor assistant coach, associate uh, head coach, uh, is uh, going to join us at about 4 o'clock today. All of it coming up next.
4: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Payment for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5000 down. Cash or trade, DTL, extra
0: seat dealer for details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Overnight, thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, lock on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Car, we give you.
5: More. Ask for Cassasa checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do
6: for you.
7: Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA.
6: My house isn't.
7: Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
6: I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right, 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA-certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
4: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntexsportsfan.com.
8: Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Else. That means we welcome you. At Slovaček's, you'll love our sausage. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project?
1: Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced Ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m. And then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel and ask about our discounted rates for November and December.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley show, and um, we'll have Dave Aranda on four o'clock. We have uh, John Jacobson, Baylor men's basketball, and uh, lots going on today. I mean, I was just looking at just all the, I mean, this this. Um, this is kind of a—I a, a, hate these stories. Uh, arrest warrant uh, was issued uh, in Dallas for Bills player Von Miller uh, for allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman. Uh, DPD, it's Dallas Police Department, confirmed the warrant, which was initially reported by WFAA in Dallas. I mean, I've been so caught up in all this Baylor news today. I really just kind of I, I kind of saw this and, and chose to, to kind of focus on some other stuff. But, uh, uh, boy, I hate, you hate to see something like this. Uh, uh, Miller was not listed in the Dallas County jail records as of 1130 a.m. Thursday. It says on Wednesday at 11, Dallas police responded to a major disturbance call. With the preliminary investigation showing that Miller and the woman got into a verbal argument and that he allegedly assaulted her. Bills are gathering more information. We'll have no further comment. Uh, the NFL released a statement where the matter had been in contact with the club. And I mean, I the only other thing I remember about Miller, who's was that. There was something that happened in 2021. uh, There was an investigation, and potential charges were not publicly shared. This was a 2021. Not much is known about that. He signed a six-year, $120 million contract with the uh, Bills uh, in 2022. He's played 19 games, including eight this season as he comes off a right ACL. They're currently in their bye week. So, again, we'll have a few more headlines as today as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. 5 o'clock will mostly be dedicated to Dave Aranda and uh, our conversation with Dave which, uh, unfortunately, uh, timing was a little funny. It happened, we completed it and taped it right before they hired a uh, the OC, and we knew it was about to happen because he and I talked about it in the interview, but he couldn't share it with me, and we kind of had a good laugh about it. Aaron, I've offered to, you know, have him jump back on. Uh, they have not taken me up on that, but uh, interesting uh, interesting uh, stuff going on. Uh, other breaking news today, well, Aaron, and, of course, at 440 in Campus Confidential, We'll, we'll share a lot of the, the portal news. I, that Oregon State quarterback, you know, such a big-time quarterback from Clemson uh, and always have a little trouble with his last name. Um, the DJ is his first name. Aaron, can you have a go at it, or do you experience my same issues?
2: Same. I, I... Okay. Okay.
1: It's one of the he'll few names decide- that I, I can't get down, yeah.
2: even over time, you know. Uh huh. Just always have trouble with it.
1: Uh huh. Uh. Yeah, I can almost in my head I have it, but I think I'll mess it up. He'll be deciding in the upcoming weeks whether he'll pick a third college or declare for the NFL draft. Sources told ESPN, if he chooses college, he'll immediately be available to play in his final season of eligibility. Um, he, he was pretty good at Clemson, but he put up great numbers at Oregon State. Really, really got his career going there, um, and, and he threw for 2,638 yards and 21 touchdowns and just seven interceptions. Now today, Aaron, a five-star quarterback from UCLA went in the portal and, I mean, he's just finished his freshman season there big time, big. I mean, like, Aaron, it's just amazing. The quarterbacks are always going to get the most attention. But I, I don't recall seeing this many at, at the same time in the past. And there'll be more. There'll be more, and there'll be surprises along the way. But I it used to be, Aaron, that you had to watch it for people trying to do jokes and say, oh, this person's out there. Now it's like big name after big name and huge, like five-star types. And if you're a Baylor fan, you can't help but be like, hey, hey, get in on this guy. Get on in this. Oh, how about Gary Bohannon? Remember him? Well, the guy they just hired to be the uh, the OC is Jake Spavital. Um, One of the names was Matt Wells, and I know his family pretty well. And, and so I'd been in touch with them, and, and they're very gracious. Uh, Matt's uh, wife, you know, was, I was trying to find out if, you know, if Matt was still in the running. And, boy, the, the Wells family went on to say that uh, Spavitol is a great man, a great person and all that, and they were extremely gracious about it. Matt Wells and their family, is very, they're very close to the Arandas. So Aranda chose Jake Spavitol. You know, Aaron, one of the weird things is that, like, doesn't it feel like Spavital has been an OC at so many places and has been coaching for so long that he should at least be, like, 45 <laughs> years old, right? I was I mean, shocked. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. He's 38 years old. <laughs> like I mean, he... Aaron, he's even younger than the two of us. It's crazy. <laughs> 38, and he's been a head coach. He's been an OC at like four different places, West Virginia, A&M, Cal. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, it's really Cal twice. He was out at Cal twice. I think he was with Sonny at Cal. Sonny gets fired. He goes somewhere else, and he may have gone to West Virginia at that point, but he ends up at, at Texas State, and I remember when they hired him at Texas State, and I kind of thought, well, this will be interesting. Like, I, I, I think maybe this is probably a pretty good hire. And he tried something that is tough to try in Texas. He tried to go all portal. You can do it in Colorado and maybe get away with it. You can't really do it in Texas, although G.J. Kenney brought in a bunch of them in Texas State, is going to a bowl. The reason I think you have to do a hybrid and Aaron you and I and even Drake used to debate about this but I think you have to maintain great relationships with Texas high school coaches. Like you can't that can't go away. You can't just go, "You know what? We we like you guys, but we'll maybe hopefully get some of your guys 2 or 3 years from now. They'll go somewhere else and then we'll get them." I still think, I mean think about it. What's Baylor have going for it right now in football? Well, they think they, they got a great freshman class. Well, those guys didn't come in the portal. Uh, Caden Jenkins and DJ and, and uh, our man, uh, our man Carl Williams, playing a star position. All these guys, Corey Gordon, Corey may be is Corey a sophomore now. Anyway, all these guys, all these freshmen, I mean, they didn't show up in the portal. They showed up coming straight from their high schools. And Baylor thinks they're really really good and could be the basis for something huge down the road like I don't one of the things that I'll get into with Aranda today is why did you not when everything was going poorly with the uh with the uh the team and the defense especially why didn't you go ahead and take over defensive play calling I don't understand why you waited until now I mean he rolled the dice. Aaron, he could have been out, right? I mean, he he rolled the dice. Well, now he's going to get a clean start, and uh, hopefully, Pallage will embrace everything. That's not easy. I mean, think about that. Think about the way it makes you look in front of the team. Like, if I'm Pallage from a pride standpoint, you might all be like, "Well, I'd like to go back to Oregon where they loved me." Like, I don't. I, I came to a place to be a D coordinator, and I've been I've been demoted after one year. But Pallage. I mean, I think he's got a great attitude. He's another extremely young dude. I think Pallage may be 33 or 34 or something like that. He's young. Um, I hope that he kind of hangs in there and we'll see kind of what opportunity uh, – we'll see what opportunity he, uh, he gets. But, man, I, I, I like the guy, and apparently he's taken this demotion – Really, I mean, you can't be excited about it, but you can't be shocked either. And this was the prerequisite for Dave staying. It's like Dave put a plan together for how he might move forward. Who has the hottest seat in the country? Aaron, you and I were doing this exercise yesterday. I'm sure Baylor would love to if we would stop this at some point. Did John do this today, Aaron? uh, No, probably not. But who... Who I mean, I, I just I think we tried to think of this yesterday, Aaron. Maybe Sam Pittman at Arkansas, and that's about all you can think of. But is being a huge hot seat better than not having a job? Yeah, I mean, he, now he would have had a job. He could have gone be a DC anywhere he wanted. I mean, that's the that in the end, that's one of the huge reasons why Dave Veranda is still at Baylor, is because. Like, Mac knew how quickly LSU or USC or whoever was going to come grab him. Like, they were going to hire him in a heartbeat. And the thought was, golly, we got this great coach, and four years later we're kind of in a – we've stalled out. We're in a ditch. We had one great year with him, but we're in a ditch. Let's see. Let's give him one last chance to pull us out of the ditch. And Spavital was a very important hire. Can you turn this thing around this offense in a year? Yeah? Yeah, guess who did that? Aaron, a guy named Jeff Grimes came in in 2021 and turned the thing. turned the thing. There are coaches out there who will tell you that man, he was he saved everybody. I mean he you know he they, you know he, he showed up and, and, and did such a great job. There are people that swear. By Jeff grobb still even after the poor year that the offense had uh again this on the surface none of this feels fair it's like it's like the defense even I mean Palage has to take the the you know the indignity of getting demoted that's tough but he's got the rest of his career to come bouncing back from this and and hopefully if he does well somebody will give him another chance to be defense coordinator can he be the defense coordinator here? Again, eh, probably not, probably not. But uh, but he could help. He could he could maybe do an incredible job, and if they have some kind of turnaround, somebody will probably try to come hire him because he is, people love this guy across the country. Oh, man, this is going to be, uh, I mean, all of it is going to be, uh, I'm just glad, Aaron, that, like, again, I hated it because I liked personally Jeff Grimes so much. I, I am glad they've made a quick hire. They should be able to move quickly in the portal and, and give the fan base a little something to talk about. I mean, Aaron, everybody will say, well, I'm not coming back. Well, I'm not going to renew my season tickets. But we're – I mean, I get that. People get mad most times. Now, Aaron, you got mad at the Cowboys and, and kind of went away for a while and may still be away to a certain extent. But most people come back. If you've been a fan, especially a college team like Baylor, I mean, those of us that are alums, you're so tied to it. You can't just completely turn your back on it because they've had a, a bad season. But there is a lot of bad feelings toward the 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 team, the administration. There's a lot of stuff floating around. The good news is NIL, I think they're about to make a major move. I think the Spavital hire is interesting. And if nothing else, I mean, at least we're going to see them. And, and, oh, by the way, Cal, this year he was at Cal Berkeley. Aaron, they were they ran the ball really well. They finished with six or seven wins, going to a bowl game. And I think they were one of the better running teams uh, in the uh, – in the Pac-12, and their numbers are pretty nice from a running standpoint, like 22nd, let's call it, in the country as a running team. So he is air-raid, but <clears throat> is not afraid. You know, he used to make uh, – Leach used to just not always run the ball. Now, he had some pretty good runners along the time, but he didn't always stick with the run. Art, again, that wasn't the air-raid. That was kind of Art's own thing. Uh, arts offense, but he he spent time with Leach and Leach loved him. So he, he's kind of a cousin, you would say, of the air raid. This is more of a a Leach, Holgerson, Sumlin, uh, Sonny Dykes. This is this is some I mean, we're gonna call it the Bear raid. Why not? It's a fun thing. Cow Bears had it. Why not the Baylor Bears? It's just have call it the Bear raid and it's an easy thing to, um, you know, get some marketing around and then, and then roll with it and then see if Dave can fix this defense. And the thought is with young, extremely talented players, freshmen, and then some linemen. That's another thing Dave and I talked about today. Some of these young defensive lineman this was not the day by the way to start asking him about players what about this guy what about the defensive lineman what about Caden what about DJ I mean I know there'll be a time for that and I hope I get to talk to him again pretty soon but today was about what are you going to do how did you convince Mac uh how did you how, how what, what are you what are you going to do moving forward what is your plan and what can you do to get back with a fan base that was ready for a change to be made. All of those things are asked and answered. Now, I can't promise, like, you'll love the answers, but he was uh, extremely thorough and, like, like palpable emotion. I know everybody's always like, well, I wish he'd be more emotional and all that. I would say the energy and the, I mean, he's kind of, that's where the old school quote came from today was, was him getting all fired up about defense. Now again, him fired up is different than like, um, you know, some fiery type person. Uh, it's a little like Sark or whoever you might want to think. Is Sark fiery, Aaron? I think occasionally he is. Who's the fieriest, uh, fieriest most emotional coach in the Big 12? Venables is fiery. Gundy. I would say Venables. Gundy. Yeah, television. yeah, he can be. You're right. I think that's – I was just trying to think because he's, he's an interesting guy. He Gundy is like low-key, you know, like he'll say things, but he's, he he sometimes does it in a very monotone way, but he'll say a lot of interesting things. Um, let's see. Who else is fiery in this conference? Holgerson was but he is uh he has left the building uh I think you guys will enjoy this uh, uh that's five o'clock today Dave Aranda and coming up at about four 405 Baylor men's basketball associate head coach John Jakus. I mean he is just he's got great information and he's just a cool guy and and I promise you he gives insight. That it's the reason I love having on all these assistants. By the way, A. B. We talked about him, Tweedy, Bill Peterson. Uh, we talked about Luke, uh, Simon. Some of those guys. I, I just uh, Nunes, Ty. I mean, they're just a. It's a great group. But Jakus just really provides some tremendous insight on analytics in the offense. So that'll happen here about four, four o five. But next. It is time for Stephanie's Sports Corner.
4: Baylor women's
8: basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas.
9: The Baylor women play their first road game of the season Thursday in Dallas against SMU. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Thursday.
4: Join Derek Smith. And Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central
3: Texas. Hey, neighbor. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. Seems like everything's bigger here. And we're saving up for a big pool. Then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. 4.5%? That is big. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 450-SAVE and open your account in under five minutes. Thanks for the tip. Federally insured by NCUA, APY's annual percentage yield membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit eecu.org slash 450-SAVE or call 800-333-9934 for details.
5: Everyone at Richard Car, Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive, exit Waco.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It is Matt Mosley, and uh, breaking news today with uh, Jake Spaventhal. <laughs> Jake Spavental, the new OC at Baylor. And then, Aaron, uh, I thought you would like this for some campus confidential fodder later. How about this? Kansas. Uh, offensive coordinator. This is a sign of progress for the Jayhawks. Who would have ever been trying to raid the Jayhawks, right?
3: <laughs> We're the basketball team.
1: <laughs> that seems crazy. Andy uh, Kotelnicki, Kotelnicki, Something. So it doesn't really sound right. Maybe we get Stephanie to help us out on this. <laughs> uh, uh, Kotelnicki is up. uh is expected to become the next O.C. at Penn State. Wow. Penn State, the Nittany Lions going in and hiring the Kansas offensive coordinator. That's big time. And you know they're paying them a ton. And the Penn State people are just, I mean, they're, I mean, they're going crazy over the Kansas offensive coordinator. Okay. Wow.
2: I'm happy about Baylor's high. <laughs> Offensive coordinator higher than I am of, about Penn State, yeah. so I'll tell you that.
1: Wow. That is very, although Kansas
2: is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid little offense. All right. We wait for it. We yearn for it. It is time for Stephanie's Sports Corner.
7: Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of
11: sports the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat.
12: The human drama of athletic competition.
7: It's time for Stephanie's Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette's Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management,
1: Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> you know, I always imagine uh, the Baylor coaching staff, the Baylor basketball coaching staff, and the football coaching staff. They all listen. Scott yeah, listening around the radio. Yeah, they all listen as they drive home, and they some of them are maybe
8: they can't you know, wait to hear me. The portal.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and suddenly they hear that, and, and they're, they're trying like, to oh. figure out what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Don't laugh, Aaron. <laughs> It is, <laughs> no, we do it. The phone we, is blowing we, up as people,
4: we speak. Some people uh, have that I thought know. after the
2: segment. Too. <laughs> we
12: should,
1: take, <laughs> we should oh. take calls during Stephanie's Sports Corner. Ask me anything. Uh, I probably have
13: the answer. That's right. <laughs> Ask her
1: for life advice. That's right. Uh, but, uh, Stephanie, welcome back to the Thank program. You. And uh, the, the place, that, the uh, segment where you can hear about Sourdough Sam, the uh, <laughs> the mascot for the 49ers. Tonight, I'll be at Cowboys Seahawks. Nice. And uh, about to head out there here in a little while. And, of course, we have, I know, Stephanie, you're excited that we have Dave Aranda coming on the program today at 5 o'clock. Big news today on Baylor. And, uh, but an exclusive one-on-one for the station we appreciate that, and and look forward to that. But uh, I wonder what the Seattle Seahawks mascot. Have you ever looked? at? Yes, that one
13: up? it is a, a beautiful bird. It's like a, a like Sam? a seahawk. No, I can't remember its name, but it looks mean. It looks yeah. mean, but you know, I mean, if I was a kid, I'd be scared to death. But now that I'm. I probably am still scared of those things that came up to me. What were you going to say now that you're old? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stop myself. Now that I'm older. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: I'm
8: well, not old, they, they
1: appear to have like a male and female. They got two variations here. There's a there's a uh, a blitz the Seahawk. Yes. Seahawks mascot Blitz takes it all from the takes it all in from the north end zone and and people are asking let's see
13: he looks he looks mean uh,
1: oh they have a live mascot too
13: yeah it an flies auger in it a
1: buzzard yeah named tama t a i m a that's an auger buzzard and uh that's very interesting yeah also I, known as an archer's buzzard
13: that's funny i got some buzzards in my backyard so but uh, that so, mascot for the Seahawks Blitz is scary. But since you're going to the Cowboy game, boom, maybe you could also, go meet Rowdy. Yeah. You know, I've met.
1: Oh, believe me, I've known Rowdy for years.
13: Oh, he's cute too. Yeah,
1: Rowdy yep. got in trouble one time at, during training camp, and and uh, had to had to go <laughs> he had to talk time to out. Gary. <laughs> no, I, I think the Rowdy bus or wagon or whatever they take around with them shows up, like, at a bar somewhere, oh. and they're like, oh, Rowdy, you're not supposed to be hanging out at those places. And <laughs> I, I, as Jerry explained it, the, the whoever is in the Rowdy costume tried to explain to Jerry, that wasn't Rowdy, that was me. You know, <laughs> like they <laughs> – you can imagine Jerry, Jerry retelling this. He did a good job of it. The official sidekick to Blitz for the Seahawks is Boom – Boom features green hair, a backward Seahawks cap, and a number double zero Seahawks uniform.
13: Huh. That's interesting. But I wasn't going to talk about mascots today. (laughs) I'm sorry. We were out of time. I thought it was mascot month. We didn't know. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so have, you know... You're an athlete, Matt. I know you like to yes, play tennis. and big time. Yeah. And so there's an athlete out there who is one of those extreme athletes, you know, with extreme sports. And his name is Anil Sirisoulis. He's 32 years old, and he's a kayaker. So I've gone kayaking a couple times, and I didn't really like it because I thought it was too much work. And I knew that there was fish in the water, and I don't get in water where I can't see my feet. So, um, he likes to go down, like, white water, you know, like the waterfalls, and kayak down them. He, um, like I said, he was he's sponsored by Red Bull. He has broken all these world records across the country. He even went to Chile on the Los Rios River, and he did the river, and then he went down the waterfall, which was, like, 137 feet. And the whole time he does these, he's wearing one of those... Uh, what do you call them? GoPros, those cameras on his yeah. head, so you can actually see what he's seen. It's kind of cool. Um, but he just, he just, this came out today, he just went to Norway and went down, it's called Norway's Arctic Circle. And he went down like through, I guess what do you call them, the icy mountains on ice. And then he had to hike seven miles to get up to the top. Went through the icy tunnels, I guess you would call them. I don't know. Till he got to this waterfall and he fell 65 feet down yeah. into this freezing cold. And he did it in record time. I don't know what the record time was, but he's the only one that has attempted that. And I'm thinking, I thought it was pretty cool um, that here's this guy who likes to go all over and do this. Yeah. Now, I don't, I've never done like the white water rafting, like down the river. I know that. There's a lot of people around here in Waco and Central Texas that will, they're like, let's go, let's go tubing down the river. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So, I don't know if you've ever done it, Matt or Aaron, but it's a thing. People like to do it, but this guy does it in a kayak.
1: I've done it in Colorado. In a Um, kayak?
13: Or like in a big raft?
1: No, big raft. Yeah. Went went with some uh, my wife, and I can't remember who all was with us, but we were just in maybe with another family or something. Did some white ra- uh, water rafting, mm. and uh, yeah, always. Uh, unfortunately, any of us that have seen the movie Deliverance, you can't help <laughs> but kind of think about that when you go uh, rafting. But now, just so I have this straight, the kayak, the the drop in they, they drop sixty five feet in the kayak. That, that uh-huh. to me that doesn't. He's in seem the kayak. Like something you should be able to do. Yeah, that to me that would die.
13: He knows in a how kayak to do it. No, he does it. He's done it like he did it in Chile. He's done it uh, in South Africa. But well, That's he too did far this. far to
1: be dropping sixty-five feet in a uh, kayak. Like that would hurt you. I, mean, I don't know how you land properly I guess or whatever. They go
2: underwater actually.
13: Yeah, they do they, go underwater. They shoot it's, it
1: under.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing to watch. Okay.
1: Actually.
13: It is kind of cool. I mean, it takes. I don't know how you practice yeah. that. But um, you I don't can, know how you do it the first time? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Most people. <laughs> I, don't. There's I'm saying I'd rather, a second time. Right. I'd rather jump out of an airplane and skydive than do this. But, yeah, but you can look him up on YouTube. He's all over. And he was actually, um, they actually did a story on him this morning on Good Morning America. And it's pretty cool because he's wearing the camera on his head so you can actually see him going through this tunnel. And then when he's falling down the waterfall, 65 feet, I mean, it's the craziest thing. But yeah. You have, know, you I done,
1: get, have you done? Have uh, oh, yes. you done skydiving? Oh yes,
13: I've got two, two more, yeah. two more tandems and then an eight-hour class, and then, and then um, about five jumps with you know like my instructors on the side, and then I'm licensed to just go by myself. But yeah, I Would love you, it.
1: Why don't you think about doing a Stephanie Sports Corner from from the like sky as, <laughs> right as you get ready to jump? And then we stay. Now, how How before you're not going to do a solo, are you? You're saying you only do tandems?
13: No, I'm working up. I need to do two more tandems and then yeah. I can go solo. I'm mean, like, I've taken eight out. No, it's no. like Red no. Bull could sponsor me. ESPN Central Texas. I'll wear it proudly. No, it's I fine. I would not
1: advise you to do solo. You should have somebody up there with you. Well, Yeah.
13: I will until I get it down, like on my own.
1: I know, yeah, <laughs> I know. But when you go solo, it is up to you
13: mm-hmm. to
1: pull the deal. I mean, I just i that that would freak me out so much. It's like, so it's fun. Just, it's better to have somebody with you that knows what they're doing, and uh, but that's yeah, why you that's, go to,
13: that's why I would go to a class and practice. I mean, the last time, how I'd... long?
1: How many minutes or like how many seconds do you wait before you pull the you pull the deal?
13: Well. Well, you wear your uh your barometric whatever watch on your on your wrist so you can see h- how many feet you are. So I last time they let me pull, I was tandem and I waited till the very like I was like going head first like Patrick Swayze like you know all the way to the last minute. That just um,
1: sounds. I mean, Aaron, does that sound fun to you? Absolutely like not. It, there's like. There's like nothing about that. Now, I did when I was a you in high sheer school or fun, college. I yeah, <laughs> I did bungee.
13: Yeah, that's when fun I was too. College.
1: That's I wouldn't fun. do it again, but I did it. You know, because it just seemed like the thing to do at <laughs> Panama City Beach. And, and and the one I did, the the huge thing under you. The uh, I guess they had some padding down there, but it said, "Do you know Jesus?" it was like a <laughs> i'm about <type>. to <laughs> <laughs> yes i do
13: <laughs>
1: i don't even think that thing was puffed up i think i would have <laughs> it was just kind of flat looking down there oh my goodness but
13: yeah no uh
1: thanks stephanie what's it's the, fun. what's the name of this uh person do you know
13: yes his the name kayaker? his name is anil cyrus and he is somewhere in spain from spain i don't okay. i can't even pronounce it but you can look him up. Uh, he's a he's an extreme kayaker and he's really good. It's kind of cool when you get the time. You uh-huh. you need to watch some of his videos. It's cool.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think there's any place to do that really in Texas. No, you have to go like, somewhere no, like
13: think, Colorado or, you know, across the okay. ocean. I don't like,
1: know, like New
13: Braunfels. <laughs> 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 Niagara like, Falls. The, <laughs> Niagara Falls.
1: No, you don't want to do that. People have gone over that in barrels and all that. I wouldn't you know, do even that. Even when I stayed there, right right there at the Niagara Falls Marriott, I did not I did not make the trip because I was there for a football game to see the Bills and somebody play. I was up there a few times, and I never made it out there.
13: It's beautiful. Just If you haven't been, I mean, even your daughter would like it and your wife. It's just beautiful to go out there and look. And and just see, it's it's
1: beautiful. Did you ever honeymoon there?
13: Uh, no, I don't even think I've ever been on a honeymoon. <laughs>
1: I thought you had some opportunities for that. Uh, I had All several right. opportunities, but we never <laughs> went anywhere. <laughs> okay. it might have been the first sign, the first red flag. Yeah, maybe Scott um, and I
13: will go on a honeymoon. Give him a call. You should <laughs> I you
1: know. should? Yeah, yeah. Well. All right, give it my best. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Stephanie. You. Have a good one. Thank you. Okay, we plan on it. There she goes. Stephanie Sports Corner, Steph Curry, off into the night, off off to uh, kayak or or do some uh, uh, whatever it is she does. She does a lot of uh, workout activity. Uh, okay, we got 5 o'clock. Remember, we've got Dave Aranda. Um and, and we'll explain as we get closer to it. Yes, I, I had to tape it today, and it was before they made their big hire. So we'll get into the hire, and we got Campus Confidential at 440. But next, uh, we do have great conversation with John Jakus, the Baylor Associate Head Coach for Men's Basketball. You're going to love this. He gives us some really cool inside information on the number nine ranked bears.
4: That is next. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Toyota. Toyota Toyota's ranked number one for the most reliable
7: vehicles with data compiled for more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff JetFunner Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles.
0: Stop by and see me or team members for a great car at a fair price.
3: Jeff Hunter, Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values.
6: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art, plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond
5: First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
7: Some restrictions
4: apply. Equal Housing Lender. Member NCUA. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
1: Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort, Uh, the rooms are big and spotless feature an upscale modern look and feel i should know i've stayed there it is matt mosley espn central texas they have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game the circa kitchen serves fresh modern mediterranean inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients they have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week five to ten PM, and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 North Robinson drive just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the element Waco hotel and ask about our discounted rates for November and December.
13: I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This
3: non-surgical approach is definitely the future.
5: I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's
12: leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC
8: Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100.
4: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
11: And uh, I joined
1: by John Jacobs, the associate uh, uh, head men's coach at uh, Baylor. And uh, John, it's um, always fun to have you on. And, and uh, uh, as we, uh, I think we've officially arrived, November has ended. And uh, we can now refer to this as a perfect November for the Bears. That's happened quite a bit. In recent years i think three of the past four seasons but uh
14: congratulations on that thank you yeah thanks for having me and uh, appreciate all you do and i think we feel blessed overall to get through the month that we did you know you can see in scheduling um throughout college basketball that first week nobody really played anybody There was two or three meaningful games and we were one of them so to get through auburn and then get through our thanksgiving tournament and be undefeated and learn so much about ourselves. I think it was a really good month for our program as a whole. And I think more than finding out that we're pretty good at basketball, I think above all, we've got great guys and the culture of joy seems to be really thriving and the way they're rooting for each other is kind of setting us apart. So we love this group. We're going to try to keep it going here in the next week or so.
1: You know, to your point in, when one of those games, I guess it was at Florida game, um, there was some, uh, Jacoby got in foul trouble and he got his fourth foul with about 10 minutes left. And I got to say, and you know, and you love the NBA too. I love the NBA. I mean, like you, 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 and the announcers do it too. You start saying, okay, when, you know, your superstar, uh, freshman is out because of foul trouble. When is he coming back? When he's going to come back? And he didn't come back in that game. Part of it probably had to do with Langston was playing beautifully. You know, Ray J, all your guards really, and uh and J Nunn. But it does to your point, it seems like this guy is over there as excited as anybody. And so that's gonna it's something I got my I have my eye on because like I you know, I want him to flourish and like he didn't have a good game the other night and he had two points in a game. I mean so it's different, but at the same time like he does have uh, he's he's not he he certainly has not it appeared to have shown up with any sort of although he's heralded as a possible top five lottery pick in next year's draft.
14: Yeah, I think we can probably start there and then work our way out a little bit. Uh, He has not showed up with that attitude, and he's as good a teammate as you're ever going to find. And the way he handles himself is much going to be why he gets drafted top five or in the lottery as anything else. And, you know, you and I both love the NBA, but something about the NBA is they're constantly looking for guys that are great, but also have high character. And with the way the league is moving, and it seems like the offseason is as popular as the regular season because it's people get wrapped up in Twitter and trade rumors and trying to match superstars. And then you just have teams with really high character that just kind of you know, play the way you're supposed to, and there's just they survive like the Nuggets have recently, and I just think Jacoby's that kind of player, and he's helping our program become that kind of program again, where we're able to go through ups and downs together as a group, and not make it about one person. And the reality is, is that he's our leading scorer. Uh, there's a real good chance that next game he goes off. Uh, he's 132 points per every 100 possessions. He's still shooting 44% from three, 90 from the line. Uh, I don't think we have any real issues with the basketball. Just Sometimes there's odd things that happen. But the regular stuff is going to settle in, and the regular Jacoby is an NBA player who's a great person and is a remarkable sign for Baylor basketball, and we're lucky to have him. And he's also just a small reflection of what the whole team seems to be right now is and that is not only just getting along, but really rooting for each other. I mean, our bench is remarkable. If you were to just watch our bench on a camera, which we do as a staff, and then we grade our bench, I mean, this bench ranks as high as any that we've ever had, and in some regards even better than the national championship team. So uh, we love Jacoby for that, and we love that we can survive foul trouble and go through ups and downs and that our guys root for each other in this really unique way. So right now, in some ways, we just need to keep the outside noise outside because – Inside, these guys have been fantastic.
1: So how does that work, John? Uh, John Jake is with us, uh, Baylor basketball, like watching the bench, because obviously you watch a ton of film, and so you're watching what's happening on the court. So do you all assign somebody to really kind of report on that or look at that? And, like, is that – do you almost have, like, a camera somehow trained on that? Or is that just, like, when the ball's down there, you're able to kind of, you know, after a game, go back and kind of take a peek
14: on how everybody's reacting to things. No, we call coach Alvin Brooks, our body language doctor. And then we travel <laughs> with a, um, with a, a GA who brings second camera and Ty Beard, our video guy sets the camera up and it doesn't move. It just stays on the bench. And uh, we have this grading system and they did this study a little while ago. And they said the two best teammates in all of the NBA were Tim Duncan and Steve Nash. And um, they counted the number of high fives or touches they had throughout a game. And then they counted certain interactions and they just won on an annual basis. And so we'll even be in practice and coach Peterson will be in charge counting how many times our point guard gives somebody a high five or how many times he points to somebody after he gets an assist or how many times he celebrates. And so we're trying to get our numbers up in those things. And there's a whole science to it. Uh, you know, A.B. stole something from the Timberwolves that we've used, and it's really translated well. But uh, it, it permeates throughout the whole staff, and it's a big priority. But I think uh, for the past few years, we'll call Alvin Brooks the body language doctor until somebody takes his spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, he I think he would prefer if you just talk, called him the body. But the, uh, the body language, uh, yeah, that's interesting. You know, of course, my cynical brain, I start thinking about, like, who's had – poor body language over the years <laughs> I, I,
14: I, uh, I a couple well, of the, names the thing about in. life and you're you probably hit on something the thing about life is they stick out like a sore thumb like you know it you know it when you're watching an nfl game you know it when you're watching an nba game you know when you're watching our game oh there goes the body language like that guy's he's he's going in the wrong direction and you can see it um and so we don't want our guys standing out that way we want them standing out the other way uh it it
1: is um you know that, that that tournament or the classic, whatever we call that uh, in, uh, in I mean, y'all won a trophy, so we'll just call it a uh-huh. tournament. That I mean, those things are important, and y'all do it year after year. It seems, um, but it seems like one of the things with y'all's culture that Scott really started a long time ago is I mean, you don't, and and even Kim used to do some of this. I mean, you you try not to skip moments along the way I mean y'all won the national title but I'm sure and the fans mostly remember that but along the way that year I'm sure there were just unbelievable moments that only you might think back and think about like how important is it to like celebrate things like you know beating both of those teams
14: and the Barclays and holding up a trophy like that Yeah. For us, it's really important. I mean, I think, you know, there's two buzzwords in sports and they're probably being overused right now. And one is process and one is culture and uh, they're important. And it's just important for us to not let them be buzzwords. And the process of, you know, getting better as you go through these steps that you're talking about is really important. You want to remain on that process. So you peak at the end of the year, but if you don't stop and smell the roses, have a good time and you forget that you're coaching college basketball and this is supposed to be fun. And this is a moment in these guys' lives between 18 and 22. That's supposed to be special that they'll always look back on and, and think highly love Then you're missing the point. I mean, you can ask all our NBA players when they come back and they'll say their favorite time playing basketball was in college because it was the last time it was a, a team. It's the last time it was this fun, organic thing and not this profession and they all say they would give up anything to come back and play college basketball one more, more year. So why wouldn't we celebrate championships in Thanksgiving and make it a priority? It's just little things like stopping for cheesecake at the you know, number one cheesecake place in Brooklyn after we won a championship as a team and getting off the bus in New York City and all 30 of us walking in and celebrating. Like, those are memories that matter. And um, you know, everything's become so individualized even in team sports because of social media and parents reactions. And we're trying to uh, work our toward our way towards, you know, a bond that goes beyond individualism. And when you win small tournaments along the way, like that, you you ought to celebrate and coach is really good at that. That's, That's something that coach deserves a lot of credit for. He turns things like that into big deals. And because he treats them so professionally, we end up winning a lot more Thanksgiving tournaments than other programs. And, um, I think we look back on those finally; they're a good time, and you can look at the Bahamas tournament and all these other tournaments in the past. Those are great Baylor memories. So we really enjoyed ourselves in New York.
1: I mean, you're a you still remain a, a very thin man. Nobody really says that about me anymore. Do you? Uh, f- what kind of cheesecake do you go with? Do you splurge? You're a man that likes to get an early morning workout in that kind of thing. What uh, what direction did you go there at Junior's Cheesecakes,
14: famous cheesecake place there in? Uh, they're in new york it's actually one of my favorite foods i think me and my father would probably be guilty of uh enjoying cheesecake a few times in our life Uh, maybe that's the chicago thing i don't know what it is but uh, i just go classic i'm a classic cheesecake guy with the strawberries on top so a lot of our guys you know they get into all the chocolates and swirls and all this other thing but uh, in my heart of hearts i'm a classic cheesecake guy so how about you
1: yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, not as much of a sweet tooth as you might imagine, but certainly, you know, anything that I can kind of pair with ice cream, uh, and, uh, and like a, my mom does a like a Dr Pepper sheet cake, like a chocolate sheet yeah. cake, that has that has a little bit of a cinnamon or some something in there that's just wonderful, some extract or whatever they put in there, but uh, yeah, that's but I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to a cheesecake at all. Uh, so I wouldn't run away with that. But I I probably would go the classic. There's not any or like a turtle. What is a turtle? Like that's some like fudge yeah, some or of the something guys, or the chocolate peanut butter yeah. in there. Yeah, I
14: understand. Yeah, peanut butter. Your yeah, butter. First yeah, I wouldn't mind a little bit of Dr. that. Dr. Pepper, there's a real good chance you graduated from Baylor. So uh, you're right on <laughs> brand there. That's good. <laughs> that's right. Your
1: family, I'm sure, have tried they tried the Dr. Pepper float by now and uh Yeah. That's a that's a major player at Baylor. Okay, you always have a good a great sense of, of like the analytics and things. I, I this Ray J talking to John Jakus uh, on the Matt Mosley show ESPN, central Texas Ray J. I mean, like, and, and Fran kind of brought this to my attention when he was doing one of y'all's games. He's like, this guy's like, whatever, 17 for 19 at the rim. We think a big man having like unbelievable field goal percentages, at the rim, because obviously they're six ten or whatever, and and they're taking short uh, shots. They're taking those layups. This guy, it's like he never misses in there. Like in traffic, I mean, it does it doesn't really matter what the situation is. Like, I mean, I'm sure y'all saw that before he transferred in. But what are we what are we looking at, John? I mean, that's to me, those numbers seem kind of off the charts, and he and he's he's doing this basically on a game by game basis.
14: Yeah, we split our twos. I think we do a good job of helping our guards finish. Across the country, there's kind of an understanding when the guys come to Baylor, they get better at finishing. Yeah. And, um, it's something we're proud of. And we kind of break the paint up into categories. You know, there's above the Big 12 sticker, there's at the Big 12 sticker, and then there's below. And beneath the Big 12 sticker, we've really improved this year. And Jay Nunn, for example, gets the free throw line better than any guard we've had in my time here. Um, which is really unique, and you know we're we're up there in the country. I think we're top sixteen, we're number sixteen as far as getting to the free throw line overall, which is a big advantage for us long term. But we have this new category with Ray J, which is the post up or point guard. There's a little Jalen Brunson in there, uh, the ability to kind of turn a drive and do a post up, and then he can quarter turn into a layup, or he can quarter turn back into a little Kobe or Jalen Brunson fadeaway. And uh, he did it at Toledo, and it's something that we haven't had. Uh, but when we saw it on film, you know, Scott's a good guy. He, he, uh, he, he, He's a genius in the sense that if something's that obvious, you might as well use it, and when you see Ray J post up, it's pretty special, so why wouldn't we use it? And um, Fran's right. There's real growth for us there, and I would love to take credit for that development, but I would say the post-up game came from Toledo, and uh, he's had that for a while, and we're just smart enough to let, let him have some freedom every once in a while, but when we were in the game and, we're in a weave action, and then he yells at Josh to get out of the post, and then he dribbles it down, then he ends the game on a little post-up fadeaway. I think even the guys around him are understanding how they can get him to that space by getting him out of, getting out of his way at certain times. So uh, I think we're focusing more on let's get his assist numbers up and his turnovers down, and that's maybe where our player development's been with him. But we can't take credit for that post-up stuff. He's just pretty special at it.
1: All right, last thing. um, King, the other night I was listening to him and he, he made the interesting point that he thinks alley-oops look better when the passes aren't that great. And I guess his point was, you know, guys, it, it puts some, like Misi or or Loner or somebody has to like, you know, almost you yeah, go know, back and turn for or, or do something like that. Yeah, it's it, and it's it's pretty remarkable to – Watch all these alley oops, and I don't want to get caught in the moment. Y'all have had some good alley oop teams, and you've had some high flyers. But man, this is that was really something the other night. Misi can finish anything in traffic or whatever, and and so I know you got to lean into it when you got a strength. But I thought that was interesting how y'all. I think you opened the game, then maybe you open the second half. I mean, it's just that that y'all have had it, and of course Jerome's taking that to K State as well. But, man, this may be one of your best alley-oop teams that I can
14: remember. Yeah, King's one of my favorite players I've ever coached. And, you know, we're real proud of him and what he's accomplished at ESPN at such a young age. You know, I like that he likes dunks, and maybe they look better when the pass is off. But we're going to try to make the pass on. Um, But we do have a luxury that even when the pass is off, we've got guys who can go get it. And in the game, you're starting to see not just Eve and Josh, but Caleb and then we start the second half with Jacoby so we're even throwing it up to our guards this year and um, I'm not saying we're trying to lead the the country in dunks but we're not against a dunk you know we're going to make that (laughs) 99 out of 100 times and that's pretty good analytics so uh, we're going to keep throwing it up and every extra lab play we can find we're going to put in uh, eventually teams are going to start scouting that and overreacting to the roll and um, or the set and then we can bounce back off that screen and hit people for threes and right now we're the number one three-point shooting team in the country so the fear of the rim and vertical spacing combined with the shooting we just want to put them in a situation where they're always making the wrong choice Um, but clearly people are more scared to dunk so we'll keep trying to get them to react to that well you lost three
1: you know pretty solid three-point shooters one you know that you at one point thought was maybe one of the best three-point shooters in the country. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing, quite honestly, to be at this level. And what it takes is a guy like Langston, um, who's just gotten better and better. And now he's, I mean, he's probably one of the best off the bench guys in the country so far this season. And then Loner, not only a dunker, but when he kind of, you know, takes the right kind of shots from the corner or whatever. I mean, he, he seems very capable. So, uh, it's, uh, it's been fun to watch, uh, John, always, uh, always great to have you on. This is going to be an interesting, I don't know much about Northwestern state, haven't dug in on them, but boy, Seton hall and then Michigan state, and then we'll all, uh, hang out in, at, uh, in New York. The Mosleys are planning to attend that event and, uh, play Duke. Duke just had a, a loss in front of 20,000 fans at Bud Walton arena last night, but, uh, yeah. this is, uh uh john it's gonna be a lot of fun isn't it with this uh this upcoming schedule the uh throughout the holidays here
14: yes yeah, guys not scared to schedule tough games and it'll be a nice little four game run and uh you know the high major games will start with seton hall at home and uh, this is a fifth year in a row i believe the program has reached the top 10 at some point and we would love to start that three-game run with a sold-out crowd here at the Farrell. only a couple games left here and we want to celebrate it the right way but uh These guys deserve fans. I think we deserve to have a special moment that night in our Big East Challenge. Hopefully we'll win that Big East Challenge and then see what happens on the road versus Michigan State and Duke. But we're excited, and that'll be a great stretch of games for us, so we'll really know who we are after that also.
1: Okay. All right, John, thought the light green looked pretty good the other night. That's kind of an interesting uh, pullover. Uh, the light green and the guys in the second row have a little bit different look and then uh, Matt Roberts seemed to kind of have his own look over there so it's a uh, interesting contrast over there and I know that's uh who do we turn that over to now is, is that coach Nunes still coming up with uh, that or who do
14: we he's you got to give him credit for the he's working with the wings and the defense and uh, obviously Caleb he t- touched on Caleb's jump shot growth that comes a lot with his time with coach New. he's doing a great job but coach Simons is taking that over and Okay, I know what you want for Christmas. You would like a bunch of Baylor half zip pullovers that are worn in a game, and uh, I'll talk to him about maybe getting you one or two. But uh, he's doing a great job, and uh, Nike's good to us. But Luke's in charge of that now.
1: All right, tell Luke I'm I'm trending in the wrong direction, so XXL may be the way to go. Okay, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. All right, thanks, John. John Jakus on the Matt Mosley Show, uh, ESPN
4: Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
11: Oh, Richard car, Buick GMC, how lovely are your SUVs. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick GMC, I love the trucks you have for me. Strong and tough with luxury. Room for all my family Oh, Richard Carbuick Buick GMC You are the dealership for me Hey, neighbor. Welcome to Texas.
3: Thanks. Seems like everything's bigger here. And we're saving up for a big pool. Then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. 4.5%? That is big. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 450-SAVE and open your account in under five minutes. Thanks for the tip. Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit eecu.org slash 450-SAVE or call 800-333-9934 for details.
6: My house is a new
7: Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
15: love my
6: windows. They've got that brand-new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
6: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
8: on the road with mr. Rhodes hey here's the shocker cars are bigger than people so if you're behind
9: the wheel be careful those crosswalk stripes yeah they aren't left over from national painted street like a zebra day they mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections and no looking at phones photos texts emails or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell oh and
3: please slow down sound advice mixed in with professional sound effects Be safe, drive smart. A message from Textile.
1: Hey, Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort, Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients they have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week 5 to 10 p.m and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 north robinson drive just off the famous waco traffic circle it is the element waco hotel and ask about our discounted rates for november
10: and december
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Uh, It is the Matt Mosley Show. we got a lot coming up. Campus confidential. And then we have uh, major, major stuff uh, coming up for you in the 5 o'clock hour. Dave Aranda uh, unplugged. We go uh, one-on-one with Dave. That is uh, coming up at 5 o'clock, straight up. And then, of course, Campus Confidential will hit all our different things. Got a lot of people in the portal. Aaron's got some major headlines for us. We'll both react to that. And, of course, that will happen at 440. Big news today is Baylor uh, brings in Jake Spavital, And you may remember the name. He was at – uh, Jake Spavital used to be at Texas A&M, was the head coach at Texas State, has most recently been at Cal Berkeley. And, you know, I, I think it's a, a name. I'm not saying it bowls anybody over, but it's a, uh, it, it, it's a different direction to go. Uh, he, in the past at Texas State, was known for taking a big swing in the portal. Interestingly, G.J. Kenny followed him up, did the same thing, uh, and hit on it. And uh, they uh, they are now. Now, the uh, uh, it is uh, interesting to see that uh, it is one of the headlines this afternoon on ESPN.com. And our old buddy Dave Wilson, who we just had on, is the one uh, putting the news out there. Um and, uh, again, uh, Spavitol has been A&M in West Virginia, uh, and he was at Cal under now TCU coach Sonny Dykes. All right, and he followed – he was with Holgerson a lot of the way. Notably, when Brandon Whedon, back in the day, had a big season at Oklahoma State, it was uh, – Uh, Spavital was uh was basically the one that was credited with like helping to teach the offense, kind of uh was the one Holgerson brought with him to Oklahoma State back in the day. Here's the quarterbacks he's worked with. Brandon Whedon, first round pick. Case Keenum has had a you know has had some good moments in the NFL, used to be at Houston. Geno Smith, Cowboys face him tonight with the Seahawks, Will Greer. Was with the Cowboys, now (laughs) with the Patriots. And Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. So certainly uh, uh, has had some good stops along the way. We can continue, by the way, in Campus Confidential to hit on this. Uh, People can't get enough of it today. Um, Six different times in his career, Spavital's side of the ball, the offensive coordinator, has finished the top 20 nationally in total offense. This one season at Cal, the offense went from 96th nationally to 40th. They went from 23.9 points per game, which is about what Baylor did this year, by the way, to 40th at 31.6 this year. Now, eight points, nearly eight points a game, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Jaden Ott from Cal Berkeley led the Pac-12 in rushing with 114.5 yards per game. And uh, good stuff. Good stuff out there. And, again, we'll continue to dig in on this. Jake Spavitol and a reminder that uh, Dave Aranda himself joins up to begin the five o'clock hour. And I mean, this is going to be a long sit down. This is, um, this is, uh, something we're going to do. And this is about 30, about 30 minutes. So settle in and, uh, you'll get to hear Dave Aranda and, and, uh, and I will, uh, we, we hit a lot of different topics, including what are you going to do in the NIL? What is the solution there? What is your plan? um, how do you kind of get back with this fan base? All of it coming up at 5 o'clock as Dave Aranda and I go one-on-one. Um, that is uh, it's coming up uh, at 5. Next is Campus Confidential. This is,
7: this is ESPN Central Texas. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli.
13: tis the season to give and it's okay to get get holiday gift cards from la fiesta restaurant and cantina purchase fifty dollars in gift cards and get ten dollars free for yourself or for someone else and don't forget la fiesta can cater your holiday party order online at lafiesta.com or stop on in at la fiesta located off franklin avenue in waco merry christmas from your friends at la fiesta la fiesta where passion is our most important ingredient
4: Listen to The Matt Mosley Show online at SyntaxSportsFan.com.
8: Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license.
1: you <laughs>
3: Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. <laughs> 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under 5 minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Campus Confidential
7: is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor,
4: and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is
1: Matt Mosley. It's Campus Confidential. A reminder, Dave Aranda joining us to begin the 5 o'clock hour today. And, uh, Dave, a uh, lot to share about, uh, oh, just everything going on. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't name the, uh, the new coordinator until, like, after our interview aired. <laughs> so you'll hear us talking about it and making reference to it. But uh, uh, Jake Spavitol is the new offensive coordinator at Baylor. Now, all the NIL, though, and stuff that you'll kind of wonder about and what he wants to do to try to move forward, all of that, uh, we discuss. But, uh, again, just uh, a little bit weird on the timing, but that's okay. We, we appreciated it, and it was great to have Dave on. That's a settle in on that one. We talked for a good long time, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 32, 33 minutes. So you'll enjoy that, though. Dave is uh, – uh, just really, um, I mean, he, you know, he, he's ready to go, and and he was just more than willing to talk about everything. And I finally kind of, you know, we end, we ended it because he needed to go call the new <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs>
2: so
1: just any excuse to him. get
2: off the phone with you, huh?
1: I know, <laughs> I know. I've heard, I've heard worse. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, I did want to say Jackson Posey, who's monitoring. Baylor volleyball right now, I I just happened to notice this on his Twitter feed, Um, Ryan McGuire and his team right now, the first two sets here, uh, 25-15, 25-19, against James Madison, they're up 12-3 on the back of a 7-0 run, it looks like they will go for the sweep. They will go for the sweep. So, um, and uh, that's uh, a lot of interesting stuff floating around on Jake Spavital. Aaron, where do you uh, start us today in the uh, in the Campus Confidential?
2: We will start with Baylor hiring Jake Spavital as the new offensive coordinator. After Coach Dave Rand was retained after a three-nine season, he fired offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, and sources have. Confirmed now to ESPN that Miranda has hired Jake Spavitol. He zeroed in on Spavitol in an attempt to bring an up-tempo spread attack to Baylor, which utilized a more NFL-style approach under Grimes. It will mark a return to Texas in the Big 12 for Spavitol, the former Texas State head coach who was also offensive coordinator at Texas A&M and West Virginia.
1: You know, he – Sumlin, Holgerson – And for whatever you want to say about, and I get it, some of those, you know, Dana's had a lot of good seasons as a head coach. It it did not. He finally got fired at Houston, but he was from the Mike Leach tree and um, played for Mike and then coached for him and coached at a lot of different places. (laughs) Well, Spavitol got on the Holgerson bandwagon and started kind of working his way up and a lot of these guys but uh this is gonna be we can call it the bear raid, the air raid, whatever. This will be a little more reminiscent of what the Bears did under Bryles. Now it's not it's not art's offense. It's not, you know, and of course any mention of art gets everybody worked up, but I'm just talking about the offense. And and so there'll be some of that the uh uh, the I was looking Aaron at the their his seasons as a play caller, uh, a play calling offensive coordinator. And in six full seasons, calling plays, he averaged 34.4 points per game. He, he topped out at, let's see one year at West Virginia. They, did, they had 40.2 points per game. I, I'm certain Geno was probably part of that. And then if you'll recall, when, when West Virginia first got in the conference, Baylor went up to Morgantown, and they won a game 70-63. to 63. That was Nick Florence the year after RG3 won the Heisman, and uh, it was a shootout. Nick set all kinds of records. Geno set all kind of records um, and he would have been out there so he's been he's been doing this a long time which is crazy because he's only 38 years old uh, at Cal it's 37.1 points per game his worst year and, and then and they got he they got blown out at A and M. They they um, I'm trying to think if they just replaced him or fire. You know they he went from A and and might have gone straight out to Cal at that point. But anyway, A and M one year it was 35 points a game. Another year it was 27.8 points per game. One of those years, of course, Cliff Kingsbury was there with Johnny Football. And then Spavital was around for that. He was like the co-offensive coordinator for one of those Johnny football years. So lots of things to think about. And, again, you'll get to hear um, about a lot of things going on with Baylor and the future under Dave Aranda uh, when he joins us at at 5 o'clock, coming up in about 10 minutes. Whoa, whoa.
2: Vader volleyball wins the last set 25-19 for a three to nothing sweep uh, for a sweep, excuse me, not three uh-huh. for a sweep of James Madison, the number seven seed in the first round of the NCAA volleyball tournament. They now await the winner of Kentucky and Wolford, and they will play that game tomorrow at six o'clock.
1: Okay. Now Kentucky worries me. Former home of of. One of Brian Skinner's daughters, and one of them, you know, transferred to Baylor, the former Baylor basketball great. His daughters ended up being tremendous volleyball players. And Kentucky, as I recall, when they were there, if I thought hard enough, I could remember their names. Riley Skinner, Avery Skinner. Um, one, the Kentucky went to the national title game uh, match, and I think they may have won it, but they made it all the way to the national title, and that was several years ago. So that's a good program. That's a great Kentucky place of good volleyball. But uh, we'll see who wins that one as the Bears advance in the NCAA uh, volleyball
2: tournament. Kansas football finally has some success and now their coaching staff is being poached. Penn State said to hire Kansas offensive coordinator did I say Kansas state, I meant Kansas. Kansas Offensive Coordinator Andy Colteneki is being hired for the same job at Penn State. He played a key role in Kansas turnaround under Coach Lance Leipold, who he also worked for at Buffalo and Wisconsin Whitewater. He will replace Mike Yurich, fired by Penn State on November 12th, following the team's 24-15 home loss to Ohio State.
1: You know that name you just said, Urich. Um, it's funny how all these people are sort of connected. He used to be at Oklahoma State, and Gundy plucked him from like a Division Three or FCS school where he was doing some unbelievable things. But that you know, it's just tough. The the bigger Jorich was a very interesting, kind of fascinating coach who had some success at a lot of different levels. But if you get up there in the Big Ten and you're trying to aerate it or, I mean, it, it is, you know, that's tough because everybody's massive and everybody still runs the ball. And although I did see, boy, that's going to make Ohio State people mad, Urban Meyer the other day, Aaron was saying, talking about uh, Dan Lanning in Oregon, mm-hmm. and he went. He, he's like, man, I just feel like I'm seeing our old Ohio State teams. It reminds me so much of our teams, everything y'all are doing, and, and it's just unbelievable, you know, like kind of a pat myself on the back kind of moment. But, yeah, Urban Meyer basically suggesting that Oregon is the new Ohio State is that a bit of a swipe at Ryan Day? Aaron, has that calmed down? I could not believe that there were thoughts that Ohio State could move on from Ryan Day. Has that calmed down a little bit?
2: It has, but it will pick right back up next year yep. as soon as they lose because <laughs> they're not going to we'll make go- the college football playoffs this year. Yep. Well, the odds are very slim. They could, but it would take a ton of things to happen for
1: all right, and, and Aaron, I did want to say that um, I talked to Gary Patterson earlier today. He did talk to um, the Houston AD, uh, Chris Pesman, and recently, but did not interview for the job. And uh, very interestingly, uh, Dana Holgerson had talked to Gary about serving as an analyst um or some kind of assistant uh, f- uh for the Cougars before this past season. So you know, Gary's name has been all over this thing, but Gary's in Africa all, you know taking pictures of lions and tigers and all kinds of stuff. Do they have tigers? No, it's like a cheetah. I think I saw a cheetah, but the uh oh the the lions. Aaron, did you see that Twitter post I sent you? whoa. I mean, that is a uh, that's a king of the jungle type situation. Um, all right, it is time for Coach Aranda to
4: return to the Matt Mosley Show. That is next. The flagship station for Baylor Basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for
7: paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. At cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook.
9: It's 9:30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central
1: National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. If you've been sidelined by joint pain, it's time to meet the Coriol Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriol Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriol Health Orthopedics today. 254 483 knee That's 254 483 K-N-E-E. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call.
12: Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports
4: all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford experience better at bird Colgin ford find sports news streaming and show podcast at syntechsportsfan.com. at bush's chicken we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers
1: our special cooking technique ensures great tasting chicken and tenders plus all the sides are prepared fresh each day we take
7: joy in our family serving your family Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com, or give them a call at 254-799-2949, because you don't want a kid with
0: your house's lid. Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, the Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: Uh, I just Matt Mosley's show, joined by head football coach at uh, Baylor, Dave Aranda, and uh, Dave's been a whirlwind last few days. Uh, first of all, man, I just hadn't gotten to talk to you in um, in a good while. Uh, glad to get to to visit with you.
15: No, I appreciate that, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, Dave, we can't, you know, last Saturday night's game. I was kind of watching you as you walked off the field and I, and I saw people coming up and hugging you. And obviously you're close to a lot of people. Um, I, what was your mindset at that point? I mean, obviously uh, we talked to you after that game, but as you're kind of walking off the field and, and, and everybody coming up and saying a word to you, it's always, I mean, I know it's part of your business, but um, was there, was it in your, your mind? Like, well, I mean, there's a, there's a good chance this might be my last game, or did you not let that enter your mind?
15: Yeah, I did not I did not think about that. I was thinking that uh, we were going to win, you know, and then just the way that last drive went and the way the defense had flipped the switch from the, the first half and, um, you know, third and fourth quarter, the way that we were playing, I just thought that this was going to be a game that, um, we put it together at least for a half, and then to end the way we did is is kind of just illustrative of the year and um mm. I was really thinking that had the chance to talk with uh, uh, Neil and have a lot of respect for him. He was saying that hey, if i've been this i went through what you're going through right now last year, and it was it was a um uh, real kind of cleansing for me came out just way energized and um, and better on the other end, it's hard to go through it. He was great. I think he's um, – I've I've always looked up to him, and, and he's always had a real uh, mature, honest, real perspective on stuff. And so you always appreciate that when it's real stuff. And so um, that was the talk with him. But the, the rest of it for me was just, you know, thought we we're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. But then,
1: then you know, you uh, sleep on that, and then you come in for a conversation uh, Sunday. I assume that was with Mac. I don't know who else was involved or in the room. But, you know, I'm told you had a, a very clear plan uh, for moving forward, how you wanted to execute things. You had been talking to Mac, I'm sure, well, all season. But, but right. this was probably a little bit different feeling to it. Um, what was your... What was your um, what, what what was your main message to Mac for what you wanted to do and what you felt like you could get done uh, if you were allowed to, to stay on with the Bears?
15: Yeah, we had to get uh, really aggressive with nil. Uh, we're doing that now, and uh, that has been a process throughout the season. Um, I think the. The season has been a good um, uh, good illustrative point of why it's important to be aggressive. And so, um, you yeah, know, I just had some, um, um, some more meetings on that just this week as we go. And so I'm way excited about what we're doing and how we're doing it and the people that we got doing it. So I think that was one. And then two was we got to get the football right. You know, I think whether it's um, it's offensively or or defensively, um, you know, it that is, it's it's just it's not right. We got to get it right. We're we're executing and guys are are playing their best when it matters most. And you know, I think that, that um, you know, I hope today that we have a guy in place on offense, and then you know, defensively, I'm excited about the opportunity it's been, it's 2019 was the last time, but, you know, I have to go to school to get in position to do that the way that I know that I can. And so I'm excited for that. I just think that, uh, you know, the talent here the people that are here, the care factor that's here, it, uh, deserves a much better season than the one we had. And so we've got to do better, but, you know, uh, NIL and getting the football right were the main the main things there.
1: How do you get your your headspace into the, the NIL when obviously you've you weren't completely comfortable with it early on? I mean, I and I think some of that's pretty admirable. You kind of felt in your mind, you kind of like that uh, vision of let's let's have everybody make a certain amount. That's the way Baylor's kind of done it, it seems. Um, how do you kind of, how do you, when it hasn't totally been something maybe that you embraced at the start, uh, is it just necessity that you get your mind there? Like what, but I mean, I know you're, you're a methodical thinker and you have to kind of get your, you know, you have to believe in what you're going to do. How have you gotten to a place where you truly are ready to, to, to get behind NIL and, and, and really, you know, use it as a, as a, as a huge
15: fuel for the future? Yeah, it's um I think I would say probably my journey with that has been has been one where whether it's the, the athletic department, maybe donors, you know, all kind of somewhere somewhere there, kinda on that same journey. Um and so it you know, it's interesting, uh just recruiting conversations um generally nil would come up at the very end um it's not really supposed to come up at all it would come up at the end and now it's at the very beginning you know and so if we were if we're on the phone with a young man tonight it's probably going to come up and so and that's just through the last however many years and so you could just see the um you could see the importance of it with just is it the beginning of the recruiting process, or is it at the end of the recruiting process? It used to be at the end, if at all, and now it's most certainly in the in the beginning. And then when you talk about it being in the beginning, and then you're talking about what the rules are and who's following the rules and who's not, and so I think NIL invites that space, and you have to be comfortable maneuvering through that space in a way that um, is within the rules, you know. And so I think it just makes it a very it's a very um, uh, uh, gray, shadowy place, but that's what college football is. And if we want to win, we've got to be aggressive in that area. And so, that's the that's the move for us. But you could, I think, it was kind of a collective thing, whether it was myself or just everybody here, and then donors too. I think you know the just so appreciative of the the money that's coming in. It's the um, I know our team's appreciative and. You know, where um, any any little bit helps to to build a build up to what it needs to be, so that we can be um, for sure much more competitive than we were this past year.
1: I, I've heard that, Dave, that it could as much as double as far as what's budgeted to the football, the NIL. Is that along the lines of kind of what you're seeing, and and, yeah. and even what it what you're working with right now
15: out there? Yes. Yes. And I think it it just ties with kind of the growth, like we talked about just throughout the last couple of years, you know, there'd be, you would get at the very end of a kind of a recruiting cycle, you know, um, say it's an official visit, let's say all that, it would come up somewhere in there. um, And now it's the first call you have, you know? And so it's, it's, it is the lead thing, which for us um and this goes back to your original point is that um you know Baylor's a special place, Baylor's so much more than that, and um you want people to recognize Baylor for what it's worth and um and so it's really kind of the the joining of the opposites of hey this is the this is the world as it is, um, you know maybe. This is the world as it should be, and you have to you have to walk that line and hold the tension of those, of those two things, and do it in such a way that um, you know you and everyone else can be proud of it and can say that hey, there is a way to do this. There is a right way to do this, and so um, I'm excited about that. And you know it's it's uh, it's something that we need to do, and we're excited about doing.
1: How do you, Dave Aranda, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas? um, As you know, this wasn't the most popular choice Matt could have made. You saw, like, at Mississippi State, they were carrying around the AD after after they brought in a coach and, you know, all those kind of scenes. With a fan base that's been very upset and obviously weren't really in the stands in a couple of those last home games, what do you do personally, other than obviously try to win – but how do you kind of start building back that trust with a fan base that just felt like, man, I I don't know if we can do any more of this because one in seven at home, uh, well, felt bad. I, I mean, you know, to you and everybody, uh, what do you what do you think you can do to kind of win that group back? And I'm sure it's you can't do it in one day. I guess it's just a a process it's a process that has to happen.
15: Yeah, I think. One would be um, keeping the talent that is here. Uh, you know that's this freshman class that played a bunch of games and um, contributed um, in various ways. We've got to, we've got to retain them. And uh, just with the, the record and and just the lack of success, we are a prime target for guys to be poached and all of it. And so all of those things are kind of those conversations and those, fights are happening right now and so you know it is it's really to where um you know if you're bringing in freshmen and you develop them and they play in that and then there's the opportunity for the portal you really you really have to do everything in your power to um, give them every resource to play and develop and then also, um, recruit them and, and show them that, hey, this is the this is a path for you to have success. This is what your future looks like. This is we're here for you to help you get to where you want to go. And by the way, you can help us when you're bringing in transfer players, you know, um, they really can't transfer again. and so they you've you know it, it the rules almost almost, can get you to where that's all you're doing. And, um, you know, I think for us, like, I'm really proud of the, the way that uh, we're developing guys, the way that the guys have grown off the field, on the field. You know, I think I don't, there, there has to be a way to where you still have that type of uh, maturity, mentorship, growth, where you can have winning football. And I just think it's just really important to not have it be just a uh, a real transactional thing, you know. And so I think, for the fans, they would be proud of the way that guys are being developed, the way that guys are, are growing, the way that uh, the way that not only off the field but on the field, their uh, their performance, their attitudes, their behavior has has gotten better. So I say that one. And then I think, you know, two would be, um, I'm excited for defense. I think it's, it's been a while for me, but, um, always staying involved in it and then just the opportunity to play really good defense. I, I look at the, like I say, the talent that we have, the ability, uh, with a lot of D linemen coming back, that played a lot of ball that are young, but, um, have played a lot of snaps. And then we've got a really good young linebacker core that, again, played a lot of snaps, just way athletic and secondary that played a lot. And, you know, there's such an opportunity there to really be innovative and creative. And there's always things that we've done, whether it was Utah state or Hawaii or Wisconsin or LSU. And that was just all the, you know, there is a a constant thread in all of it. Uh, But then it was a lot the majority of it was based on the, the people that we had, and the times that we're in, and what best, what is best for us, you know, what best suits us versus all of them, and so that part's cool, you know, to go through that and and look at the uh, the opponents and really kind of detail that out. I think the level of detail and the level of preparation is uh, where all this stuff is, where it all happens. You know, I think if you're repping something in Jan- the second week of January in a walkthrough in the indoor and you're repping that same thing in November, you're gonna be pretty darn good, you know. And so just the level of detail that it goes and just the mastery of it. And so that's I'm excited for that. I think that's gonna show. Um, you know, I I know it is. And so to get back into it, you know, there's a scene of um old school is one of my favorite movies and there's a scene with the Will Ferrell character and, uh, he's trying to stay away from, from, uh, drinking. And he goes, you know, it just tastes so good when it touches your lips and it's (laughs) it's, defense is kind of like that. And so it's to get back into it. Uh, I'm excited for it.
1: I can hear the scene right now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that's, yeah, now, now you're making me replay all the scenes from that, uh, movie in my head. I saw that with like the wrong people. I saw that with a buddy and his wife and it was like no. not a you know what yeah. I mean? Like it just was not yeah. every time something was going on, I was kind of cringing even though I was laughing. Uh <laughs> Dave Dave veranda all the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Did you think at some point this season about just taking over the play calling? I mean, a lot of coaches you'll see will make changes in season, whether it's firing a coordinator, taking over play calling, you see it a ton in the NFL and you're seeing it more and more in college. What mm-hmm. what made you seemingly make the conscious decision, hey, let's not let's let's do whatever we need to do
15: at the end of the season. Yeah, I um, I think that College is gonna be a great coordinator. College had the guys playing hard they were believing in him, you know. I, it's there's times where uh, a lot of the play was just not, not um, was not it, you know, it was ugly. And get back on the sidelines, and guys were were getting back on with it and get back on the field. And the belief was that we're going to get it right this time. And all of that is just very hard in you know, a really hard season to do. It's really hard. A lot of a lot of teams do not do that, and so just the fight and the belief and the staying together with everything, you know, is um, is really rare. And I I I, I look at Palace for that. He did that. I just think that there's um, there is just an experience with me and just a level of uh, kind of just process. That's you know, there's things you can talk about with it, and I've talked a lot about it with him but it's just another thing to kind of live it because everything's a thing every every detail is a whole universe and um you know there's worlds within all that and to come out of it and make and make it so it's not more complicated but more simple i think that's the trick and um you know to get back into all that i know that um is, is energizing for me. And I think it's going to be really good for him. But I think anytime you come in the middle of the season, you know, the, the, uh, there's already, the, the pieces are already kind of set to a degree. And so it's the January, February, it's like, it's not what you do. It's how you think, It's how you think of things. It's like how you process things. It's like what you're, those are things that have to be built from the beginning. Those are the things where in the moment um, you recognize you ID you process, you pull the trigger and you make the play that needs to be made. And so um you know um I'm excited for that. And and I th- and I know that he is too. I I think um you know it when we had that talk he was great with it. and I think you know his ability to kinda have special projects kind of throughout the off season and kind of be our eyes upstairs uh, during, during the fall is going to be a really strong um, combination with me, and so I'm, I'm excited for that.
1: I guess you could remind them about the Sean Payton story when uh, mm-hmm. when he had his taken away from him, and he ends up with Parcells, and kind of the rest is history, so there are some mm-hmm. cases out there like that. What about offensive uh, coordinator? Um, you know, people will be listening to this this afternoon. We're taping it. This morning, uh, have you narrowed it down? Like, do you have a final candidate that you're trying to close a deal and and uh, with? And and when do you when do you expect to be able to uh, to say something about this? And now, by the way, this would be a great forum to announce that. <laughs>
15: <laughs> yeah, um, I, have, I have. I think right after after this phone call, actually, uh, that those were going to be the next phone calls was for that. You know, and so I'm I'm uh, very appreciative of all the guys and um, the the coaches and just their time and and um, a couple of them were still playing and stuff, and so you know, and all of that is is difficult to do, and I think um, we've got uh, we've got ourselves a, a really strong uh, uh, a strong offensive coach with a really strong track record and um, is, is someone that can develop our skill people and um, put them in spaces and, uh, you know, attack the grass, man, and not get it to where we can get boxed into stuff, but we can open up stuff and um, get, uh, get balls in, in guys' hands on the run and on the move and, let them do their thing, and so you know the excitement and the explosiveness and the balance offensively. Way looking forward to, and so excited to uh, to hop on and try to build close that out uh, right after this.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like I got to dive off the phone to let you do that. Um, I mean, that's pretty that's pretty exciting stuff. I mean, is it people had thought maybe you because you're going to be doing the play calling stuff having someone on the offensive side of the ball that maybe was a former head coach. Is that, is that the way this thing is headed? As I try to, as I try to pin, pin this thing down by process of elimination.
15: There, there is some of that. I think that, uh-huh. oh, I know that the team is in a really strong position just culturally. And and that's hard. That I, I, I hesitate to almost say that because of our record that, you know, I think one of the, I remember in talking with Mac and Javon over is can you have a good culture when you don't win? You know, is that, mm. does a culture only good when there's on field success? You know, I've struggled with that right there. Um, but there was never in, at any point, you know, pointing fingers or there was never, um, Hey, there's this camp or that's shutting it down or there's, these folks that are off in the corner bickering about this, you know, it was always, um, you know, Sundays were hard. Mondays were not much better. And by the time we got to Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, Saturday, we were all there in every effort. You know, some of this, a lot of it was ugly on defense. And you come back that very next series and we were all there and, you just spoke to the connection with the staff and the and the players and just all of it. And so I think that allows me to uh, be with the defense more. And then I think, you know, it's one thing to kind of lead um, or coach the coaches or attempt to and get it to where, hey, this is how we treat people. This is how we teach. This is how we and all of it. And it's another thing when you're in the fire of it and you're right in the you're right in the the, the the muck of it, you know? And so I'm excited for that. I think we've got some young coaches that are going to be great ones, that are really going to be great ones, whether it's an Alec Osborne or um, 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 a Tyler Bolting or a Joe Ludwig, um, a Rhett. We've got some dudes that are just going to be stars and just their heart, their minds, all of it. And so to – To be kind of a, hey, this is kind of what we want it to be, and to be that guy in the middle of it, where you're not, where you're not overseeing it, I think will be way cool for them, and I'm, I'm excited about trying to be that for them.
1: Yeah, well, this sounds like maybe a spread type coach. You say attack the grass, and maybe that with these high school players from Texas that you get, I, I would think that would be helpful. Uh, where there's not maybe as big of a learning curve, uh, you know, it's something that has come up and I know something probably we've all thought about. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Blake Chapin, um, uh you know, going into the portal. Um, why I'm sure, you know, you all have got a great relationship with him. So I'm sure there were conversations that occurred before that happened. Why do you think um, Blake is doing that? And then how important is it to get in that portal and perhaps, you bring somebody else in uh, uh, to to battle with Sawyer.
15: Yes, I think there is a, there is really almost a, a coaching that goes on from um, outside, you know, non football, non institutional football coaching that goes on from whether it be advisors, agents, um, you know. Uncle's friends that says, "Hey, it doesn't hurt you to get into the portal and see what your options are, and uh, see see what type of what you know what logo you could get, what type of money, the most money you could get, and then if it you know if you don't like it, then you always have this other place." And so I think there's that is a common refrain, and um, that has just grown throughout the years. To where it's, um, you know, um, I think that's becoming more and more the norm. And so, you know, that the, the to a degree, um, you know, when you look at it from an individual lens, that makes sense. To from the team perspective, uh, you always want to be tightened together and moving forward. And so, we can make enough space and room for um, guys for it for both to happen for someone to look out for themselves, but also be a part of the team. And you know, those discussions are still happening right now with Blake and it's happening too. But I think that's kind of the state of where college football is. I think everything mm-hmm. kind of points to that. Um, just the number of quarterbacks, particularly that are in the thing. I just think it's, it's almost, you know, they, they have a state of the union apparently somewhere where that's, this is the marching orders. And so I think that, I think, um, you know, the ability, like, to handle that the right way—that where you're not um, you're being there for them, but you're also there for your team, and your team benefits from it, and doesn't doesn't get uh, doesn't um, doesn't downgrade for it. I think that's the challenge in today's college athletics and today's sports is that uh, you know I think you have to be able to find the medium and hold the tension of these things because that's what it's tension all all over the place, you know? And so, you know, those talks are still going to happen with him. I know the, you know, the portal opens here uh, after this weekend. And so we'll see where it lands.
1: Okay. So this sounds like the door is not closed, but yeah, everybody's kind of got to take care of themselves in that, but it's just, it's tough when you pour that much into somebody uh and, and and a lot of schools are going through that. Last thing I had for you, this this thing I keep hearing kind of come up is hey, Dave's legacy kind of is at stake here. Um is that something that came up in your mind? I mean, you were viewed as one of the greatest, if not the best, defensive coach in the country as a as a coordinator. You know, here four years in, you'll you'll be in the proverbial hot seat next year. Um is that is that something that came to your mind as you were kind of going through all this and then making your case to continue on at Baylor is hey I've got a lot on the line here as far as my career and goals.
15: Yeah, I think um you know for me you have to be I have to be careful with that. I do I do feel that. Um but then I have seen that in the past infiltrate and take over a person generally that happens when somebody gets any position of power or gets the job in the first place it's like hey i thought i knew you when you were an assistant and now that you're in this other position you are somebody else you know and i think a lot of it is that right there is what we just described and so i think it's it's a natural thing to feel and to um and to uh kind of go through but you know um I think yeah, I think we all have to kind of be careful with that because I think it's at the end of it, it's not about me, and it's about um, it's it's about this team, it's about the staff, it's about their families, it's about our players and just the sacrifices they make. I mean, I just you know um, you see their effort, and we have we had. You know, we had one player as a, as a linebacker whose shoulder kept popping out and kept putting it back in and kept going out, and, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's guys that are just putting everything kind of on the line for it and they just believe in kind of or the culture of this place, Baylor, the athletic culture, the football culture. They just know in their heart it's the right thing, and they, they want to show that this can work, this can win. And so it's um, you know it's really about that, and it's about us us showing that you know. And so I'd I'd, I'd be uh, I'd be lying if I didn't feel the the other thing. But I think you yeah. got to be way careful with that because that can I think um, yeah I'm reminded of uh, the ring of power and Gollum and all of it. That's really what that is. Is that can take it over, you know? And all of a sudden you become someone that you aren't. And the whole thing for me is to is to continue to be me but be a better version of it and uh, not make it about me and to bring people with me. And, uh, you know, I think everyone's been down, and it's just a matter of getting back up. For some folks, it's I'd like to show that you can do it in such a way that you have your integrity and your class all with you. You're not sacrificing that for anything else. And so very much looking forward to that.
8: Well,
1: uh if I know you like the run numbers this year on defense giving up the run, I mean that had to be eating at you like crazy and so the fact that you get your hands on this thing, get back to calling plays, I do think I'm sure that's can be very energizing uh and and so that's going to be that'll, that'll be fun to to watch and see how that uh, that plays out. You don't you don't think Dave like any any big scheme changes are in your mind. It's like, "Hey, I got to go with what I know." And, and and adapt to what we have I, and, and to me it sounds like you're you're about to get in the when you say get in the weeds uh, January February you're gonna be holed up going through like every clip I mean it, it really is I mean in, in some sense you got to remember just the whole uh, the, the pattern of it or the cadence and and get back yeah. and, and even and I'm sure go through, like some sequences like, okay, I gotta get back into to doing this. I, mean, I, I don't know yes. if it's just like riding a bike or not.
15: It could be, but I I think that might be the wrong the wrong way to do it. I think I mean I really feel like I have there's I have to go to school and you know, there's twenty nineteen in dog years is in football years is ten years, you know. And so there's just a lot has changed and um uh, but you know, I when when I was doing it a lot of change, too, but um, the pulse was on the trigger the whole time. And so the ability to kind of get lost in it um, and to see the, um, the trends and the good and the bad and the people that have been doing it similar to us, people that have been doing it different from us, what can we take from it? I think any time you kind of go back and go, hey, man, this is just what it's been, and just go that way and not look at just the... I mean, we just kind of had this conversation with NIO, and you just go, "Hey, this is how we've always done it. This is what it is." Mm-hmm. I think that that leads to um, a predictable result that isn't isn't in everyone's best interest. And so, to keep it wide open and to kind of stick with basic uh, or you know, kind of fundamental principles, but um, take it to where, "Hey, this is where the game is," and then this, these are the people that we have. These are the matchups that we can. Maximize like if we can get where Jimmy Chitwick clears the floor and can take that one on one shot, then that's what we want, you know. If we got past the ball three times to get to get an open shot, then we do that. But it's all gotta be based on what the reality is. And so that's way cool to look at that right now and to really have the answers.
1: All right, listen. I, I appreciate it, and um, it'll be exciting to find out the uh, new OC. I mean, I know, like uh, you know, like what, what Jeff thought so much, of Jeff, and and uh, what he was able to accomplish. But this will be exciting. And I've got a Hoosiers reference in today. I got you got old school. Uh, I'm trying to remember if you had another one. So I appreciate those references.
15: <laughs> no, well, uh, thank you. This was fun, and I look forward to uh, to next time.
1: Okay. Look forward to it. Thank you, Dave Miranda. There he there he goes, the head football coach of the Baylor Bears, and he will now quickly uh, go. And it looks like they're closing in on a candidate to hire as his offensive coordinator. We'll have much more on
4: that this afternoon. We'll have some NFL headlines coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
11: Oh, Richard Carbuick GMC, how lovely are your SUVs! Oh, Richard Carbuick GMC, I love the trucks you have for me. Strong and tough with luxury, room for all my family. Oh, Richard Carbuick GMC, you are the dealership for me.
1: Hey, it's Matt Mosley. If you've been sidelined by joint pain, it's time to meet the Coriel Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriel Health's board-certified orthopedic physician team specialized in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriel Health Orthopedics today. 254 483 knee That's 254 483 K-N-E-E. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics right now. Make 2024 the year. You go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement. Again, if you have pain from an old injury, or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254
4: 415-4100. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
12: Okay, everyone, check this out from D. Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D. Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at Diomori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity and high transparency material so you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by DeMori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. DeMori Fine Jewelers at demorifinejewelers.com.
7: 1424
13: Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, To chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Uh, It is Matt Mosley, and uh, thank you for, um, well, that was, uh, we we, we were, you know, excited to talk today, especially on a big day like today, hiring of the office coordinator. Obviously, he was doing that. He was about ready to make the call as he was interviewing us, Uh, so he couldn't say that. He couldn't tell us. I obviously gave it a try, but uh, that was, uh, I mean, I think you heard about his plan. I mean, I, I knew, I didn't think there was going to be anything that, you know, people came away going, okay, I, you know, I'm convinced that we made Baylor made the right hire. If you, if you felt bad about it, you probably still do, but I would think the OC hire makes things more interesting. And I do think Dave, uh, has put a tremendous amount of thought into this and, uh, if I sound just a tad bit different, I am making my way out to the Cowboys-Seahawks game to be in position for uh, ESPN Central Texas at our perch out there. And uh, so Aaron and I are doing that as, uh, as I follow some uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm doing some, uh, some, some interesting uh, navigation to get there. But I'm, we're going to make it out there. Aaron and I have this covered now, Aaron, um, I thought I saw. You know, we got. We'll do a few NFL headlines here, and then we'll have the dismount. But uh, I, you know, I the Seahawks are having to do some interesting things. They're getting a player back that may start on their offensive line, but if he starts, you know, out at it, at right tackle, they mo- may move their the guy who's been playing tackle inside. And Aaron, is that? I mean, Jason Peters. You remember he was with the Cowboys at one point. I, I cannot believe he's still playing, but I, I think that's the name I was hearing. So it'll be interesting to watch how that uh, Seattle, uh, how Seattle uh, offensive line gets through this thing. And Aaron, I just happened to look uh, as uh, we were kind of wrapping things up with Coach Aranda there, and we joked about how. You know, um, the uh, Seahawks coach, our man man Pete, you know, is for 73. You know, he comes across as so young. And sure enough, Ed Werder posts video of him, like, warming up like he's going to play quarterback. And, I mean, he is (laughs) humming it. He is absolutely humming the ball. And um, so Pete Carroll out there uh, before this game throwing it all around. And I am uh, now, I've joined uh, everybody on 30 West who is not moving out to the <laughs> stadium. But one way or another, we'll make it there. Aaron, what do we, as we get ready for this game, and we kind of uh, start to sprint toward the NFL weekend, what do, you, uh, what do you have for us? I had that story earlier today, that Von Miller story, sure was disappointing and troubling. But uh, where do you want to start with some of these headlines?
2: We'll start with tonight's game as the Cowboys will host the Seattle Seahawks. That's a seven fifteen kickoff on Prime. We will carry that game. It will because we have Baylor women's basketball tonight, starting with the six thirty pregame and at seven o'clock tip. Cowboys will be on Fox Sports Central Texas. That's thirteen thirty a.m. and ninety three point nine FM, and that will be starting with the pregame at six thirty and the kickoff at 7.15 for the Cowboys and the Seahawks tonight. You mentioned the Von Miller story. An arrest warrant has been issued for in Dallas for Bills player Von Miller for allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman. The Dallas Police Department confirmed the warrant, which was initially reported by WFAA in Dallas. On Wednesday at 11 a.m., Dallas police responded to a major disturbance call with the preliminary investigation showing that Miller and the woman got into a verga, verbal argument and that he allegedly assaulted her.
1: Yeah, I mean NFL and everybody says and and of course the team as well that that they're looking into it and um I mean it's really troubling and and really disappointing for someone that um you know has had such an incredible career and still has career to go to be involved with something like this and you might think you know why was Von Miller, you know what was going on. Well, they're on their bye week, and uh, so and he's from the Dallas area. He played football at Desoto High School in the Dallas Fort Worth area. DPD uh, is uh, is the one that's been commenting on this, Dallas Police Department, and uh, we'll we'll keep our eye on it. But uh, really, really uh, tough story to hear, and you hate to see something like this going on. All right, we will uh, uh, get you ready for tonight's game and uh, say goodnight
4: in the dismount that is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. King of the
11: road.
2: When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, KISSER, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
5: First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
7: Some restrictions apply. Equal Housing Lender. Member NCUA.
3: Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual
0: campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas.
3: Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac drop it off in the bed of the 2024 gmc sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor the marines will then distribute these toys to children in need throughout central texas also
0: if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership richard Carr will purchase 100 dollars of toys in your name for the marines to distribute
3: merry christmas from your friends at richard Carr buick gmc cadillac 900 west loop 340 at imperial drive in waco
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Free diamonds
0: at Diamore Fine Jewelers. Receive free half-carat, high-quality, lab-grown diamond studier rings with $6.99 or more purchase. Free while supplies last. Act fast. Offer available for a limited time only. Diamore Fine Jewelers. Adding extra sparkle to your holidays at 4541 West Waco Drive.
4: Time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Well, it is the dismount. We're saying goodnight. Uh, We've checked in with our crew. Uh, Derek and Lori are set up, ready to roll. Uh, 6.30 on Baylor basketball. If you want to listen to the Cowboys tonight uh, over on Fox, Central Texas, ESPN Central Texas for Baylor basketball, and uh, uh, the uh, I I saw some like footage earlier today, and the girls were like, our Baylor women were were uh, knocking down a bunch of like half court shots, and I don't know, man, that's kind of neat, but uh, always cool to come up play in Dallas. That's a uh, that's a program that's headed in the right direction, and uh, in fact, they have a former Baylor assistant. That is the, uh, the head coach. Actually, that's interesting. They actually have one at UCF. And then I feel like SMU has some kind of connections as well. But we'll listen to that, see what's going on. I'm headed out to Cowboys. Uh, I will be with Jerry Jones late into the night as I fat, fight traffic along 30 here. But, uh, Aaron, uh, appreciate you. Uh, we've had a very busy day. Uh, and uh, appreciate Dave Miranda. He's had a busy day, but it was great to have him on. And uh, spent about 30, 35 minutes with him. Um, you know that was that was a lot of fun. And and then uh, John Jakus, Baylor basketball, who's always uh, tremendous uh, insight. And you know what? It's Friday tomorrow. And in case you missed any of this, we may play some of it tomorrow. We're just gonna keep having a good time and Spavital, jake Spavital is the new office coordinator at baylor it's official Baylor has gone ahead and put that out
4: um thank you aaron everybody have a great night we'll talk to you tomorrow at three o'clock it's time now for the modern media big 12 Blitz. here's your host john morris everybody's time for check of big 12